the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund. For Zion's sake, I will not keep silent. For Zion's sake, I'll not hold my peace. Welcome to For Zion's Sake. Isaiah 62.1 is taken directly out of the Hebrew Scriptures when the prophet Isaiah declared, For Zion's sake I will not keep silent, and for Jerusalem's sake I will not keep quiet, until her righteousness goes forth like brightness and her salvation like a torch that is burning. Your hosts for the program are Shelley and June Volk, Jewish believers burdened to see Jew and Gentile become one. Believers strengthened in their faith and for their Jewish kinsmen to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus as the Messiah, the Son of God. Bless the Lord and welcome to For Science Sake. We thank you for joining us. We're the Volks. My name is Shelley. And my name is June. Hi, everyone. It's good to be with you as we continue the theme that we started yesterday. And if you were with us yesterday, you know we were talking about robbing God. I'd like to review the scripture that we spoke from and that was Malachi chapter 3 verses 8 to 9 which says will a man rob God yet you have robbed me but you say in what way have we robbed you and the Lord answered in tithes and offerings you are cursed with a curse for you have robbed me even this whole nation so obviously this message is about tithing and I believe that you should be a tither because God wants to receive the first fruits of our income And if we don't follow God in what he claims for us, we're going to suffer, whether it's for tithing or any other subject. And the subject we've been talking about is robbing God of the wisdom that he has given us. God calls us to live a life of absolute devotion. And we said yesterday, and it's worth repeating today, why is it then with so many versions of the Bible before us or available to us, message that we hear or read, and with many, many excellent books that are available to us from dear saints of God, that the truth of God's word is not apprehended. And we believe that one of the main reasons that this is true is that the word of God is read, the word of God is heard and understood in the wisdom of man and not in the demonstration of the spirit and of power. Juni, it's such a vital thing to understand. It really is, Shelley, and I think the reason why you are saying with such um, confidence that it's not apprehended, the wisdom of God is not apprehended, is because if God's church and Israel lived by the wisdom of God, we would know and understand that his wisdom was then apprehended. Yes, and we turn to 1 Corinthians chapter 2, and if you have your Bibles, do with us. Do it with us. Chapter 2 in 1 Corinthians, beginning at verse 1. 
And when I came to you, brethren, I did not come with superiority of speech or of wisdom, proclaiming to you the testimony of God. For I determined to know nothing among you except Jesus Christ and him crucified. And I was with you in weakness and in fear and in much trembling. And my message and my preaching were not in persuasive words of wisdom, but in demonstration of the spirit and of power, so that your faith should not rest in the wisdom of men, but on the power of God. Junie, I pray that if men who speak the gospel week after week, pastors or evangelists or whoever it might be, would take this to heart because this is what is missing in the, in the church today. And if we see the differences between the two, speaking from the wisdom of men or in demonstration of the spirit of power, we can receive them in one of those two ways. And the, the sad thing is we've received so much of the gospel in our own wisdom and our own understanding. And I don't want our listeners to think that what we're speaking about is going to a meeting only and seeing the power of God demonstrated through healing or deliverance or um, any demonstration within a meeting. We're talking about in life. Yes. We're talking about day in and day out, moment by moment, by one who preaches the gospel or one who has a secular job And lives to the glory of God with a husband, with a wife, with children, with neighbors, in doing what's right and repenting, turning and asking God to change our hearts in ways that are not his ways. So the demonstration of the power of God comes in the living godly lives in Christ Jesus. You said it, Junie, really. So the way the word is preached or read can bring about two kinds of faith. One standing in the wisdom of man, which is changeable and dependent upon human support. And the other stands in the power of God. And when you study scripture, when you hear the truth, but it does not work in power, the reason could very well be that the truth is held in your own wisdom or my own wisdom, in the power of your mind and not in the spirit of God. And by, by hearing it, or trying to live in our own wisdom, we are robbing God of the power of the cross and the power of the Holy Word of God. And I think that's so important, Shirley, the power of the cross and the power of the Word of God. And we see that clearly in the church in divorce. Yes. The rate of divorce has nothing to do with the power of the cross and the power of God because the power of God enables us to forgive and endure and believe. And the power of the cross enables us to deny ourselves and take up our cross daily and follow the Lord. So that would mean the keeping of a vow in marriage would be essential, not for the marriage sake, but for the demonstration of the power of God enabling us to live another way. So as we continue, and and it's being revealed to you that you're robbing God of the power of the word by confidence in your own wisdom and understanding, we just want to encourage you that 
God wants to move in all of our lives. Yes, and he desires to forgive us, yes. deliver us, and save us. So there's a big difference uh, in receiving wisdom. We can receive it in our own intellect, but not in our heart. And we'll see that the knowledge of God will bring us into a fruitful life. For example, our knowledge of God and in his wisdom should lead us to belief. And that belief is, goes further than just head knowledge, but that belief must be in the heart. In other words, it could be perfectly correct intellectually, but do you believe it in your heart? And if in your heart you don't believe it, the word has no impact on your life. Look at what it says in Romans chapter 10, verses 9 and 10. If you confess with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. Here And listen to these words in verse 10. For with the heart man believes, resulting in righteousness, and with the mouth he confesses, resulting in salvation. Junie, this is so powerful. In other words, there's no righteousness just because we can have some facts in our mind, intellectually. It must be believed in the heart. That's the wisdom... God, God wants wisdom in our heart, and that will result in the righteous, we living righteously because of who God is. And righteously is not what you think or I think or a counselor really. or another pastor or preacher. Righteousness is doing what's right in the sight of God and according to his word, which then gives us power for the resurrected Lord because the same power that raised Jesus from the dead lives in us and reveals his power to us to take up our cross daily. So the Amen. result of the confession of our mouth and believing in our heart causes us to live righteous lives before God. So we see, number one, we must believe in our heart. Number two... That knowledge and that wisdom results in righteousness, really. And what does the word of God, I'm thinking of what it says in um, uh, Matthew, Junie, chapter 6, verse 33. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and, and his righteousness, and all the things that we're so concerned with will be added unto us. So we see we need to believe in the heart. Believing in the heart results in righteousness, and the wisdom of God will show us that do, being righteous and believing in the heart is that we should become doers of the word. That's really true, Shelley. And we find that biblically in Matthew chapter 7, verse 26. Everyone who hears these words of mine and does not act on them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. So wisdom from God results in being doers of the word. Amen. And James speaks about that too, doesn't he, Sean? He sure does. He says, if you only hearers of the word and not doers, you're walking in deception. You're deceived. Again, it, it must go to the heart. It, the, word, the wisdom of God must produce righteousness. And that righteousness will cause us to be doers of the word, not merely hearers. And you know, Shelley, repentance to shove, to turn away from what you or I believe 
and turn to the word of God, to the power of God, to the wisdom of God, to the word of God, is then a gift to us that God gives us his understanding and his way. And really, repentance sometimes is a word that sounds harsh or sharp to many people when really it's a gift given to us by the Lord that he will change our heart if we turn from our own wicked ways. Amen. And Junie, there's a verse in John chapter 13. Jesus was speaking to his disciples. This was after, you know, Jesus said, you call me teacher and Lord, and you are right, for so I am. But in verse 17 in John 13, speaking to his disciples, he says this, if you know these things, you are blessed if you do them. So he is speaking to his disciples and he's speaking to all of us if we choose to be his disciples. Are we doers of his word? If we're doers of the word, we're being, we're walking out the righteousness of God because we believe in the heart and not just in our brain power. So which causes us, June, not to be cerebral because so often faith is just the opposite of common sense. But we need to live by the wisdom of God, by the power of the Holy Spirit, that our lives would change and we would become doers of the word. And as you said, Shelley, we would be blessed. Yes. But we would also be a blessing to those in our lives and to those God sends us to. Well, we're going to continue with this theme tomorrow and really take these things to heart. And I encourage you to read 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verses 1 to 5, even more in the verses in that chapter. Father, we thank you, Thank Lord. you, Lord. We bless your holy name. Yes, we do, and Lord. And we thank you that you have been made our wisdom as yes. we're going to speak about this thank week. Thank you, Lord. So why should any of us rely on our own understanding when you are the embodiment and the totality of wisdom, truth, and understanding? Speak to each one of our listening audience and cause them to seek out the wisdom of God that their lives would be fruitful for you. We pray this in Yeshua's name. Amen. Thank you for joining us this evening. If you would like to get in touch with Shelley and June, you can write to them at P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona 85252. That's P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona 85252. And you can also contact them on their website, Shelley and June Volk. Dot com. That's Shelley and Junevolk.com. Until next time, the Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face to shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. This program was sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn. 
With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.